Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. Who wants some championship-level defense from the 49ers? The 1980s called, baby, and we want our play style back. I love it. The 49ers come out and perhaps didn't win the way you want them to, perhaps not living up to the hype of the offensive production after the Mexico City game, perhaps all those things. Don't give a damn. I don't care. I want winners. That's what I want, and that's what we got today. The 49ers came out and fixed my camera here. I was celebrating a little too hard today. Uh, the 49ers came out and just completely freaking put it on the Saints. 13-0, to a shutout. Do you know how rare it is to pitch a shutout in today's NFL? It's rare. And it, it, the whole game kept channeling around to this idea of what is it that's going to take this team to win. Uh, you know, again, we've had complete games. If you look at the Mexico City game, we've had the defense has just been lights out through the majority of the season. This was as dominant a defensive performance as you will ever see in today's NFL. It, it, it was it was unreal. It was unfreaking real. Listen to this is okay. If if I had to sum up the 49ers win. This is it. This is the drive chart for the Saints offense, okay? Or the drive chart for the 49ers defense. First possession, turnover, fumble. Second possession, punt. Third possession, punt. Fourth possession, punt. Fifth possession, punt. Sixth possession, time ran out at the half. No points, no punt, no whatever. Then you come out in the second half. Seventh possession, missed field goal. Eighth possession, Fumble on the one-yard line. Ninth possession. Turnover on downs. 
Whew. That's it's unreal, man. Um, it's very, very hard to, you know, pitch a complete game or a shutout in today's NFL. It just does not happen. You've got teams out there with their third and fourth quarterbacks that are putting up, you know, 14 points, whatever. Zero points? Whew. That's we, – we've been saying for a long time that I, the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL. And they do. Whatever metric you want to go by, whether it's points, yards, don't give a damn. Now, are they first in every single metric? Don't care. What defense would you rather have than this? What defense? It's not like the Saints are a bad team. You know, you can go back to, you know, our our entire breakdown of the Saints and scouting report and film and all those different things. The Saints are not, quote unquote, a bad team. They are 10th in yards. They have the 10th most yards out of 32 teams. 15th in points scored. 9th in yards per pass attempt. Like 11th in yards per rush attempt. It's not like they've been terrible. Um, I don't know, man. This is this is different. Now, a couple plays go your way, then that changes for sure. But you could say that about every damn game and every single possession. There's no doubt about it. Tommy, what's up, man? Appreciate the gift. Uh, he says, Bosa was offsides. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. But I'll take it. I will, too. Jordan Mason, we're going to talk a lot about him. But And so, like, let's put this into perspective as far as the officiating goes. Because the officials were awful. The one thing I will say is that they stayed consistent, right? Once you set the precedent with how you're going to call a game, you're going to call it tight. You got to keep calling tight the rest of the way. It's the only way it's fair for both teams. You got to screw them both over, and both teams were screwed over. Uh, you know, a couple of the key plays of the game, the Jimmy pick, almost pick six, gets called back because of holding. Uh, it was very sensitive call, but whatever. You, you let the Bosa thing slide. I mean, there was just penalties everywhere. It really, I hated the way it was officiated. The Demo pass interference was a mess. The Nick Bosa late hit was a mess. The Actually, the Jimmy Garoppolo late hit when they were low on him, that shouldn't have been a penalty either. He's outside the pocket. Um, you can hit him low outside the pocket. So it was just bad. The, the rest were just bad, but they were consistently bad. Now, once we do our film work on Patreon throughout the week, which I'm really excited about, defensively at least, we'll do the offense first just so we can get that <laughs> that out of, you know, the taste out of our mouths um, because it was, it was gross, no doubt about it. Uh, Poison says, I thought I was going to get penalized for sitting on my couch. Man, they were just flagging everything. Um, not great um, is what I will say. But, like, if we just look at the, the numbers itself, uh, the 49ers were penalized seven times for 64 yards and the Saints six times for 46 yards. So relatively close, relatively close. Now I counted, let me see here on my notes. I counted one, two, three, four, four penalties that were declined by the uh, Saints. So we had four more on top of that. So 11 penalties called against us, only seven accepted, right? That's all that shows up on the stat sheet. It was a messy game. It was sloppy by both teams. But what do you expect when you're playing a Monday night football international game, flying coming back Tuesday? You know, Kyle Shanahan even talked about earlier this week that he's never gone through a week like this in the NFL. And so, like, the the schedule, all those different things came out. What's up, Wad? We got the beautiful Wad Solis. Hope you're feeling better, brother. Says, who's got it better than us? 
hashtag CC and get those hashtag CCs in. Uh, last episode, if you joined us, we gave away a autographed Kyle Juszczyk jersey. Uh, we always do giveaways around here. So the hashtag CC stands for the Countdown Crew. Uh, anytime we go live, you throw that up in the chat. That enters you into giveaways and future giveaways. So throw that in there. It's free. And whenever you do the hashtag CC, hit that like button. Uh, it helps us out with all the algorithms and whatnot and whatever else. So let, let's go through a couple things. We, we got to start with the defense. The defense comes out. You only allow 260 yards. That's pretty impressive. Nine drives. We went through the drive chart. They went four of 11 on third downs. Uh, not very good. We only went five of 13. So you take that for what you want. You know, we didn't really get a lot of sacks and or pressures, but we got the sack when it mattered. And that was Nick Bosa. Was he offsides? I don't give a damn. It wasn't called. So technically he was not. Uh, probably should have been called, but that's all right. Championship players show up in championship moments. That's what it means. When the plays matter the most, that is where your players need to show up. And there's three players that come to mind on this defense. Nick Bosa with that sack on fourth down. Ah, oh, God, that was awesome. Fred Warner all over the damn field. Talano Hufunga with that fumble on the one. On the one. And you just knew when the second half happened or started, it was Hufunga time. Had that huge hit on Kamara. You know, that just kind of set the tone in the second half and just kept showing up, just kept showing up, just kept showing up. How many turnovers has that guy caused? He's got four interceptions. He caused this fumble. Um, he had the tip pass earlier for Tayshawn Gibson's interception. Like, the amount of turnovers that this guy has brought about has just been uncanny. And I keep picking up, sorry, because the uh, the Seahawks are in overtime with the Raiders currently. Um, which impacts the 49ers huge. So they're in overtime, four minutes left. It's now fourth down for Seattle. Looks like they're going to punt. So it seems like, barring any turnovers, um, probably going to be a tie or a Raiders win. Hope so. Raiders suck. Uh, but the Seahawks have not been playing well of late. So, yeah, I, I feel gross rooting for the Raiders, but it helps us out. So let's go to where the Niners are currently in the standings. We're 7-4. and four. The 49ers are seven and four. Now, is is that like <laughs> all world or whatever? No, but you just won one, two, three, four games in a row. I don't care who you're playing. I don't care. A four-game win streak in the NFL, it's pretty damn special. It's very rare. It's very rare. Considering... All these teams across the NFL, and again, like if we look at the winning streak, there is no team in the NFC with a longer winning streak than what the 49ers have currently. The, these are the winning streaks, okay? And again, you put this into context, 16 teams in the NFC, okay? The 49ers have a four-game win streak, best in the, the NFC. You have the Commanders with a three-game win streak. We're going to be playing them on Christmas Eve. That might be a pretty damn big game. Dallas Cowboys, too. That's it. Nobody else has a winning streak. There's three teams out of 16 that have a winning streak. and You have to win more than one game, right? So you got the 49ers with four consecutive games, Commanders three, Cowboys two. That's it. Nobody else has won more than one game in a row in the entire NFC. Now, if you go to 
the opposing side, uh, the AFC, there are two teams with five-game winning streaks, and you could probably name them. One of them is the Kansas City Chiefs, and then the next one uh, is the Miami Dolphins, who will be in here short enough. And, oh, look at this. Josh Jacobs just took it to the house, baby. He did it. Oh, that's what's up, baby. Woo! Seahawks just <laughs> lost. The 49ers in overtime. Uh, I played against Josh Jacobs of Fantasy. Don't give a damn. Uh, don't give a damn. Niners first all the damn time. Yeah, go home, Seattle. Go home, Seattle. Bye-bye. Oh, I freaking love it. <laughs> so now the Seattle Seahawks are going to be 6-5. and five. Man, Clayton, that was awesome when you came in here, man. Anytime Clayton shows up, you know something good happened. Uh, that, that's what that meant. Ooh, he's like, yeah, it was awesome. So um, now the, the, the 49ers are 7-4. and four. The Seahawks are 6-5. and five. The 49ers have a full game up in the NFC West now with tiebreakers no matter what. Because even if the 49ers lose now in that Thursday night matchup, guess what? We will have the tiebreaker head to well head to head if we split it right go one to one we would be four and one in the division they would be three and one in the division they still have more divisional games than us but the next tiebreaker would be conference schedule Seahawks in the conference are four and four 49ers are six and two pick your tiebreaker people pick it now do I want it to come down to tiebreakers God no absolutely not. But you want to make sure you check off all your boxes so that you can get in to the playoffs. Look, last year, right, 2021, uh, we only got in because of, you know, if we would have lost that game, we would have lost because of a tiebreaker. Whereas we got in as the seventh seed, we cleaned house, and sure enough, went to the NFC Championship. This is a wonderful time to be a 49ers fan. And, you know, I understand social media. I, I get it. I understand. It's easy to be frustrated. The offense did not play well. They did it. That's right, New Era. First place, baby, by a considerable margin. Full first game and all the tiebreakers. The, the, the NFL today with Madden and fantasy football and all these things, it's turned into offense above everything. But that's not reality. That's perception on what it is that sells tickets and jerseys. That's not real. That's not real. What is real is wins and losses. What is real is controlling the game to the point that the other team scores zero. They put up a damn donut. Doesn't happen often. And so my messages and emails and texts, I don't even know. I I have to go through them after the game every week because it's just so much. And and I apologize if you text or DM me and I don't get back to you. If if I'm answering DMs and texts the whole time, I'm not going to get any notes done until afterwards. So I apologize for that. But you should feel pumped about this. Was the offense good? No, it wasn't. The injuries, that's something that we're going to spend a lot of time on in the week. Um, Let's just go through some of them, okay? Debo had his hamstring act up, but he came back, okay? Elijah Mitchell knee, that seems like the serious one. Seems like his spirits were down big time on the sidelines. Uh, You saw players go over there and try to console him. He did not seem, um, he didn't seem okay. Jimmy Ward cramped late. He came back and played, even though he played awful. Uh, did force his first miss uh, incompletion. I think he is now 27, uh, 28 attempts towards his way, 27 completions. But his first incomplete pass uh, of this season, I thought that was awesome. CMC having knee issues. They talked about how they had to put the knee brace on, but he played through it. Maybe he's not 100%. We're going to have to see there. Burford, um, he had an ankle issue late. Those are issues. Now, throw that back up there, Mr. Clayton. Jordan Mason looks good, though. Yes, 
He does. Mason's a beast. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, Kingston. He came in at the end of the game to ice it to ice the game. Five carries, 25 yards versus loaded boxes. You had to get two first downs to ice the game. We got the ball. I think it was with four and a half minutes left, and they had all three timeouts. No, they had two because they they wasted one on a delay of game call. And so you got the ball with four minutes left, backed up inside your own 20. You had to get two first downs, and it was all him. It was all uh, Juwan Jennings got one, and we'll talk about him in a second. But somebody, anybody, tell me, Jordan Mason does not pass the eye test. There's no way you can say that. He's just running through people. Yeah, so powerful. I see you, Kenneth. What's up, man? Congratulations on passing your test. Uh, that's freaking awesome, uh, his radiology exam. But, like, whenever you look at, like, the eye test matters. And when we saw Jordan Mason in the preseason training camp, all the reports, everybody, Jordan Mason, Jordan Mason, Jordan Mason. And you got guys you had to let go. Jamichael Hasty is going to be the starting running back for the Jaguars moving forward. It's not like the 49ers are the only ones that deal with injuries. I understand whenever we're that specifically focused, it's easy to lose sight. Travis Etienne's out. Uh, and again, like people are like, man, we should have never traded Jeff Wilson. Are you kidding me? Where the, like, I don't understand that at all. I just don't understand. One, he was demanding a trade. You bet on your roster, and you've got a fifth-round pick return for an undrafted free agent that was the third running back on your depth chart? Smash that trade button all day. All day. Um, now, it sucks with Elijah Mitchell. we got to wait and see. But we'd still have Ty Davis-Price, who has been a healthy scratch for back-to-back -back weeks because he doesn't play on special teams. Jordan Mason, really good on special teams. Made a couple plays today. Um, so if worst case is CMC, TDP, and Jordan Mason, I'm sorry. I'm not really worried about that at all. I'm not. We were not using Elijah Mitchell, um, you know, in the receiving receptions and all that stuff. So don't really care about that. We weren't really using Elijah Mitchell in pass protection. Not really worried about that. I just hope that I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. My assumption is TDP will get precedence over Mason. I don't think that should be the case, though. Uh, we'll see. Maybe he left an, a strong enough impression that Kyle Shanahan will allow him to kind of carry on with what he's going to do. Grand, I want to get to this comment. Let, let, let's break this down. Um, oh, put that back up. Sorry. Um, if Mitchell is out, um, any it's be, it's going to be CMC and Mason. Kyle had a smile on his face after uh, Mason ran that hard nine. I'll, I'll tell you this. When you go back to the draft, whether last year with Trey Sermon or this year, with TDP or even last year with Elijah Mitchell and you go to those press conferences and you know Shanahan brings up one-two punch and wearing the defense down late in the games there's a reason why Elijah Mitchell doesn't come in until after halftime he wants to lean make them tired and just you know steadily impose your will that's what Debo's for that's what Kittle's for and whenever you bring in a back CMC's not that guy CMC's amazing but he's a space player, right? Man, ugh, just give him the chance. Just give him a chance. Uh, let him let you down. Let him prove you wrong because he proved you right today. You, you, you kept that roster spot all year with nothing. I think you got like two carries all year, and two of them were taken away by penalties from McGlinchey. Uh, I'll, I'll step back on that one. Uh, <laughs> but, but 
like you kept it all year for special teams, and he finally got the opportunity. Five carries, 25 yards against loaded boxes when they, everybody was trying to stop the run. He just plowed through people's faces, right? I mean, I, I wish I could play the the Marshawn Lynch uh, <laughs> press interview on here. I want to run through an MFer's face. What do you mean when you say about that? I want to run through his face. I want to run through his face, and then I want to run through his face. And he just keeps going. That is who... That's who he is. Wayne called him Marion Barber. You remember him? Marion Barber, the barbarian. Uh, like, he looks just like him. He looks just freaking like him. And absolutely love it. Now, speaking of Wade, I got to throw this up there. Um, earlier in the year, we had the opportunity to work alongside of the 49ers.com. Uh, and we're going to be on 49ers.com again this week. They asked us back, which is awesome. Shout out to you guys. So we're going to be live on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Um, with Wayne, and we're bringing the John and Wayne show, um, to 49ers.com and their supporters club. So, uh, check us out over there. Freaking love it. And it just want to say thank you to you guys for opportunities like this. It's the 49ers supporters club. I, I understand. Um, I'm living a childhood dream. This is awesome. Uh, talking 49ers, building the community, being recognized from the 49ers themselves pretty freaking awesome um and so thank you and so if you guys haven't yet go check that out um the john and wayne show baby we're gonna be over there now i do have to say on tuesday we're gonna have to push the john and wayne show back to a different day because the usa world cups during the time i think we usually go i don't want to mess with that um so watch the world cup game i'll talk with wayne we'll get our traditional john and wayne show on our channel um set up we, we got all week we'll, we'll figure that out we'll figure that out now Let's go back to let's stick with the offense. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. Was this Jimmy's best game? God, no. Uh, but he did get one touchdown pass, which was nice. Um, to Juwan Jennings, of all people, right? Juwan Jennings played incredible. Six catches, led the team in catches, six catches, 49 yards, and one touchdown. They were doubling on Debo and they were doubling on Kittle. And so, why not? Go to Jawan Jennings, and it kept working. A couple things about Jimmy Garoppolo. He definitely seemed to regress as the game went on, but third downs, he continued to show out. Now, we didn't get near as many third downs as we would have liked to convert, 5 of 13, but you got 1 of 2 on fourth downs, which was important. Um, he goes 26 for 37. He threw the ball a lot. Hey, uh, 49er gal. I hope we aren't using all our luck. Uh, I winced at Jimmy's knee. He was getting beat up. And like I told you guys in our, you know, scouting report, it's not like the Saints blitz a lot. They do what's called fire zone blitzing, where they only bring three or four, but you don't know which three or four are coming. And we were confused. The film's going to be an interesting breakdown in pass pro to kind of see, all right, where were the gaps? Um, what was going on? Because we kept getting hit. They had everybody at the line of scrimmage and everybody was attacking downhill. There were players open deep, but we know that's not really who we are. They 100% took away the middle of the field and were just attacking uh, the whole time. But Juwan freaking bailed out and Jimmy made some nice plays. Um, you know, the, the very first opening possession we go out there, and Kyle schemed open Debo Samuel versus their linebacker, Demario Davis. Awesome third down conversion. I mean, just awesome. But then we get into the end zone, and Jimmy almost throws a pick to Kittle. Now, he was arguing with Kittle, and he should have sat down instead of went out, but he threw the ball outside. Kittle went outside, 
He just overthrew it outside. The film will help out with that. I counted four turnover-worthy plays from Jimmy Garoppolo in this game. Now, one of them got turned around the pick by the defensive holding call. I thought that was big. Um, obviously missed Christian McCaffrey on a wide-open third down on the rail route, which Jimmy just doesn't throw very well. It never really has. But backed up third and six. Amazing pass out of the end zone to Kittle to get a first down. Third and 10 to Jennings right before the half. Great pass. I, I mean, and you were relying on Jimmy way more than you should have. They put a stat up in the game. Jimmy Garoppolo attempted 28 passes in the first half. To put that into perspective, my bookie, their over on Jimmy Garoppolo was 28.5 pass attempts. He hit that in the first half. He's never thrown that much in his entire career. I don't know why we were throwing it so much. Um, and the running game wasn't awful. It wasn't great. We did have 29 rush attempts. A lot of those came late in the fourth quarter. Uh, for 96 yards, 3.3, not great. We did outrush them, um, attempts, yards, and yards per carry. So that's good, but Elijah Mitchell was 7 for 35. Jordan Mason, 5 for 25. Both of them averaged 5 yards per carry. Jimmy was 4 for 4. Uh, <laughs> that zone read play, it was an RPO in the end zone on fourth down. He was looking to Kittle in the flats. They jumped it. Kyle Juszczyk missed a block right in front of him. Jimmy just ate the ball and just said, I'm going forward, which I hate on fourth down. If that was third down, that would have been a great call by Jimmy. But on fourth down, you're not getting there, bro. You lost yards. It counted as a sack. <laughs> like, you, you got to throw the ball up and give somebody a chance on fourth down. On third down, you eat the ball, you take the loss of yards, you kick the field goal. On fourth down, no matter what, got to put the ball in the end zone. But that's okay. Uh, you know, the defense came in. They held their own. What and yeah, Josh, uh, he says, why throw heavy against the eight pass defense? They loaded the box, man, and they had their safeties and linebackers screaming every single play. So then why don't you do play action? We did a couple, and Jimmy took some big hits. I mean, it's the same old it, – it's catch-22. You're playing against a heavy run team that just throws it short and over the middle. So how do you beat that? As a defense, you load up and you crash. Until they beat you deep. And if they're not going to beat you deep, you just keep crashing. And that's what they did. You got them once to IU deep over the middle. You know, that was it, though. That was it. So you're not testing deep outside the numbers. Why put safeties out there? And, yeah, they're keying on CMC. There's no – I mean, they picked their plays, but they were keying on CMC, Kittle, and Debo. That's why Jawan Jennings was so freaking open. Uh, he was open all the time. All the time. Um, I, I will say Brandon Ayuk, five catches, 65 yards on eight targets. I felt like the only touchdown game that the only touchdown drive the entire game for either team was when we started going heavy to Ayuk. I, I thought that was key. I thought that was key. And man, we loaded up. I really hope you bet with us, man. We, we killed it. We absolutely killed it this week. And if you haven't yet, all right, this for you guys. With so many sports books to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and win like my bookie. We've been using them for five plus years. Easy to get your money in, easy to get your money out, easy to find what you want to bet, and they've got everything. Huge selection of odds, props, contests for all your sporting needs across all sports. 
You can stream the games live and bet live while you watch. So you can turn game day into payday with my bookie. Sign up for free today. Use promo code 49ERS or just scan the QR code to my right here if you're watching on YouTube. Claim half a deposit match up to $1,000. So if you put in 1000 you get an additional $500 to bet with. That's promo code 49ERS to claim your deposit bonus and give yourself the competitive edge. When you play with my bookie, you're not just betting, you're joining the winning team. Again, as always, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie and bet with us. On our Patreon account, we load our bets every single week, and we have been doing very, very well. So come bet with us, and let's go. My bookie, baby. All right, now we post our bets every week. Uh, I'm going to tell you our losses. I, I know a lot of shows are going to tell you all that they won. I'm going to tell you what we missed this week. Then I'm going to tell you what we hit on. I'm going to go quick, okay? These are the uh, – we lost three. 49ers over 26 points. I was off on that. CMC over 35 receiving yards. I felt like we would have hit it if the knee was an issue, whatever. Ayuk one touchdown. Missed that, okay? Now let me tell you what we hit on. Jets plus half a point. Covered. Chiefs minus eight and a half. Covered. 49ers minus two and a half covered Ravens plus three and a half covered. They lost, but we got the points. So we covered 49ers on first drive paid um, 49ers minus two and a half points in the third quarter paid um, I, I, free. Ayuk over three and a half receptions paid. We and plus, if you bet with us on Thanksgiving, we hit all three of those. We went three for three. So we are making you some money. And if you want to join us, I don't bet big. I bet five and $10 segments because I want it to be enjoyable but I know a lot of people bet a lot more than that. Uh, so if you haven't yet, check us out. Um, would love for you to bet with us so we can make some money together, man. Uh, one, it's just fun. And Patreon's the way to go. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast. Um, check it out. Or just Google 49ers and Patreon. Uh, that's where it's at. Now, updated standings. The 49ers are still going to be third in the NFC of uh, playoff hunt, right? You've got the Eagles nine and one, Vikings nine and two. We're at seven and four. Tampa Bay lost. They, that's huge. We're playing them next week. They lost. They're five and six, but they're still winning their division. Cowboys are fifth seed. Giants sixth seed. The Commanders, the Commanders at seven and five. They are now the last seed in the playoffs, and Seattle's been knocked out. So. Seattle, who was, you know, the story of the NFL to start and all that stuff, they just keep losing games. And, you know, if you just look at, they're at a two, listen to, oh my gosh, listen to this. The Rams have lost five in a row. Cardinals have lost two in a row. Seahawks have lost two in a row. 49ers have won four in a row. That's it. That's it. The NFC West is in control. You're in control. Now you got to continue that, and the 49ers schedule, we're about to get into the meat and potatoes. I'm just, I'm just going to be really, really honest with you because this is your – it was just three toughest games. You got four tough games in a row. I don't give a damn who we play. The 49- Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. 
On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Tires can beat any team in the NFL. Yes, any team. I know the Chiefs spanked us, but... We didn't have all the guys that we got, and we're about to get even healthier because I do believe Eric Armstead is going to be back this week. Um, so you've got Dolphins, Bucks, Seattle, Commanders. You got four tough games in a row. Now you're seven and four. You got a little bit of wiggle room. The Miami game is by far the least worrisome, but it's the most difficult matchup because it's out of conference. So as far as like tiebreakers and whatever else, Miami's the least important game we have left on our schedule. That and the Raiders. But it's still huge. It is still gigantic. Um, and so we got a little update on some injuries. We're going to bring in Clayton. What do we got, man? Update us. Hey, John. You know, I, I love coming in here with good news. But unfortunately, oh. this uh, this time, yeah, it's not all great news. It's not terrible. It's not season-ending, hopefully, for any of these players. But Elijah Mitchell possibly sprained his MCL in his other Same. knee. Oh, geez. Uh, CMC, a little bit of knee irritation, but he did come back. They popped the brace on, and, you know, he was able to make it through the rest of the game. Spencer Burford, he has an ankle sprain, and Debo Samuel, a little quad contusion. Shout out to our SF49ers for uh, helping me compile all this data. Thank you, guys. Dude, appreciate that, man. Thank you, Clayton. So, you know, we'll have to monitor those things, but looks like if that's the case, uh, very similar to what Elijah Mitchell already had, uh, you're talking about four to six weeks with that. Uh, that's going to be huge. So we'll have to watch it. We'll have to watch it. There's nothing we can do about that now. But for this upcoming game, and this is huge. Um, if you haven't been with us yet on these events, man, you got to come out. We've got legends 
John Taylor, Eric Wright. We're going to be partying in Santa Clara. Well, actually, Fremont Saturday night, the night before the game. Um, so Saturday, December 3rd, we are going to be partying with the legends themselves. Get your tickets at 49ersRoadTrip.com. Uh, come on out. We're going to be out there. And again, um, you know, if you go to my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you're going to see all this information. It's uh, most of the information is on the website, though. 49ersRoadTrip.com. That's Saturday night. Then we're going to be tailgating Sunday. Um, going to be awesome. Tacos, beers, seltzers, all you can eat, all you can drink in blue lot number one. Um, again, the map and all that stuff's up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Come party with us. Uh, if you haven't yet, trust me, you're going to have a good time. Just look for the 49ers rush road trip flag. And man, Clayton, uh, you're coming out, right? Clayton's coming out. Wayne's coming out. Brian from legit football is coming out. Juan's coming out. We've got Nick's coming out from Jersey. We've got Vicky's coming out. We've got everybody coming out. It is going to be a freaking great time. So if you haven't yet, go get your tickets. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Uh, that is what's up. Thomas says, man, Miami game. Excited for the uh, Rush home trip. Excited. It's our first one. So I'm really hoping that this goes well, and I think that it will. Now, for those of you who don't know, we do half our work here on YouTube. The rest, everything else that we do, is on Patreon. So if you want to support the show and you want to learn more about football, this is the way to do it. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast, and as soon as you sign up, you get almost everything, depending on the tier you pick. And if you're just interested in 49ers play, guess what? We have every single offensive, defensive, and special teams play from the last two and a half years. Every single game for the 49ers. Nobody else has this content. Now, not to mention we have extra episodes weekly. We've got scouting report breakdowns. We've got betting. We've got your one-stop shop for 49ers content. And if you want to be heard, guess what? We got Zoom Hangouts twice a month where we listen to you. Patreon.com slash 49ers Rush Podcast or just Google Patreon and 49ers. We're the first one that shows up. All right, so um, now let's get your questions in. Uh, let's talk through some of those. Oh, here we go from Mr. Mendoza. Thank you for the gift. He says, John, off topic, but found out I'm going to be a dad during the game. Can't wait to get my kid a Bosa jersey. Another fan for the community. How incredible is this? Man, props to you. Uh, man, uh, will you email me? Mr. Mendoza, so I could send you something, man. I want to send you a 40 Irons Rush t-shirt. That is absolutely incredible. Congratulations to you and your family and to the faithful. We're getting another one. Uh, I freaking love it. Kim, oh, from all the way, way overseas across the pond, 49th birthday today. What a way to celebrate, man. Kim, it was awesome hanging out with you at the draft and in Chicago. Uh, this is a guy that travels all the way from Europe to come support his team. Love it, man. Happy birthday, my friend. Uh, absolutely amazing human being. Roy asks this, can we talk Wilson news? Um, Russ, Jeff, Zach. Oh, wow. Um, so there's a lot there. First off, we got to talk about Russell Wilson. Okay, you brought him up. By far the worst, the fewest points scored um, through this many games in the season. You have to go all the way back to the Browns in 2000. I think it was like 2010. The worst offense. It sucks that they beat us. Russ just has our number, or had. I'm not too worried about it anymore, but they have completely fallen apart. Um, they are terrible. The Jeff Wilson news. A lot of people were bringing this up, and I didn't really feel like it was that big of an issue. 
there was a report out. I don't have the name in, on top of me uh, that did this report. And it was a great report interviewing Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert about the 49ers. And both of them seemed a little upset uh, or bitter. I, I We covered this extensively when Mostert got hurt last year because what happened was Mostert got hurt right after the game. And the next day, Kyle Shanahan says, yeah, we expect 100% recovery. He'll be back in a couple months. It's going to take six to eight weeks. He'll be back 100%. Then Mostert comes out and is like, man, my doctor's recommended surgery. I'm going to get surgery. And I said at that point, there's no way Mostert will ever play for the 49ers again. Because Kyle Shanahan, we saw the same thing with Trent Brown. Um, if you don't play through injuries, Kyle will get rid of you. Unless you're like a you know chief, you know, whatever focal point of the team, which Raheem Mostert never really was. He was great. And I like Raheem Mostert. I love Raheem Mostert as a human, as a person, what he did for us in the divisional playoff race. All I love Mostert. But I get it. He wanted a long-term deal. 49ers said no. He held out. They gave him the minimum, uh, basically just guaranteed his salary. He got injured. He made a choice for him. As, as I am almost always pro player everything when it comes to money, especially an undrafted free agent that hasn't made much in, in his career. Now, I don't mind all those things. I don't like the shots at Jimmy and how they got a quarterback they could sling it. That's bulletin board material. I think you went too far there, but whatever. I'm glad that they said what they said. I'm very happy that they are talking trash because that helps the Niners. One, they're brothers. They all hang out all the time anyway. They're still going to be friends. But I, I'm pumped about it, man. I, I I love that they were talking trash. I, I don't fault either one of them. They're humans. I don't care. You can talk about how Shanahan made their career. That's cool. Both undrafted free agents. Don't care. Um, I want the best for everybody. I want everybody to get paid. Uh, it's not my money. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Rick says, John, are we going to have next week game flip uh, for a night game? No, it's not. Uh, so the Miami game will not be a night game. The Bucks game is being rumored to be flexed into Sunday night football, not the Dolphins game. Here's why. The NFL cares not about fans. The NFL cares about TVs because of ad revenue dollars. That is number one that drives all decision-making for the NFL. The Cowboys are already slated to play on Sunday night football. You're not moving the Cowboys out of Sunday Night Football. I'm sorry. Uh, Jerry Jones has too much power, and the TVs will be lights out. Um, so there's no reason to do that because the NFL is already getting paid huge there. Uh, and the networks that kind of drive those decisions, right? So NBC, like, they basically rotate. Okay, we get first pick, Fox, CBS, all that stuff. NBC is not going to allow a Cowboys primetime game to be taken from them because – the TVs across the world are just too high. Uh, Cowboys are the most profitable franchise in pro sports. Um, so that's not going to change. Would it be a better game? Because I think they're playing the Colts, I think, or somebody bad. It, or, I, don't, I don't know who they're playing, but whatever. Miami game's not getting flexed. Bucks game probably is. I don't think it's been official yet. Um, so, yeah, I don't think that it's been official yet. Oh, what's up, Nick? I love it. Speak of the devil. He's going to be partying with us in Santa Clara with his wife, which I'm excited, excited to meet her. Um, this win deserves a free T-shirt for somebody. Let's go faithful. Man, he is the best. Yeah, let's let's do this. Um, let, me, let me open up my question here. And the first one that gets this right on Clayton's chat, uh, because it comes in a different order. So if you're watching this on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, we're all over those places. It all comes across differently, okay? All comes across differently. How many, here's the question. 
How many possessions did the offense have for the Saints and come up with zero points? How many possessions did the 49ers defense stop? How many possessions did the 49ers defense stop the Saints today? First one that throws that up in the chat, we'll give you a free 49ers rush t-shirt. We will take care of that. Uh, I got to type him the answer. Here we go. Yeah, I can't tell you guys. But we'll we'll give you guys a couple seconds for that. I threw that up in there, so we'll see uh, where that comes up. Uh, Yeah, I love this. The Niners defense, they freaking balled out. They really, really did. And I just absolutely love it. Oh, is is that our answer? The correct answer is nine. There were nine possessions by both teams, the 49ers and the Saints, and the 49ers defense stopped them on all of them. Every freaking one. Shout out to Will uh, Regalado. Uh, No, I messed that up. I'm sorry. Trailer part coming out. Um, So if uh, reach out to me, 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com. We'll get you a shirt in the mail. We'll take care of that. Compliments to the man himself, Nicholas Para, who is as big a fan as there is out there. Yeah, that's right. That is you, Will. Congratulations, my friend. Sorry I butchered your name. Um, You know, is Mitchell out for the season? No, I don't think they would make that because he could come back in the postseason. If we just look at time frame, um, I think it's a four to six week injury. And so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six weeks left in the regular season. Add in the playoffs, whatever else. Who knows what could happen? You're going to probably put him on IR, but that doesn't mean you'll bring him out. And let me just put this out there, too, because a lot of questions I've received about Trey Lance and Javon Kinlaw and whatever else, the questions I get are, were they put on season-ending IR, or are they coming back? Well, let me tell you this. They're the same. This is That's old NFL terminology. That is old NFL rules. There is just injured reserve. Each team gets to pick eight to bring back, okay? You don't have to – when you put somebody on IR – you don't have to say, oh, they're going to come back, or no, we're not going to bring them back. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to make that decision until you activate their 21-day practice window. Now, to put these things into perspective, the 49ers have already brought back six. They've got two more spots to bring back. they got two more spots to bring back. Um, B&G, uh, B&D Gaming Channel said they said Mitchell's injury is not as bad as the first time this season. That's huge, but you got to be careful with that. You got to be careful with that. Um, and so, yeah, so you get to bring back two. Uh, we'll see with Trey. We'll see with Ken Law. We'll see what happens here. If his injury, Jeff Wilson, isn't as bad, maybe you just park him on the active roster and make him inactive every week. Very similar to what they did with um, our left tackle, Trent Williams. So, like, there's some options there. Josh says Ty McGill was nice. Yeah, he showed up. He did have that one uh, offsides penalty, but he played so well. And I, I think he's worthy of a roster spot. You cut Kamiko Ture for him. Uh, a lot of that is just because we have so much depth at the end position. We have injuries at the defensive tackle position. But, man, defensive tackle was not an issue today. It was not. Um, wasn't at all. And so I, I'm – I don't know. Um, find a weakness in our defense. If I had to say it's our nickel position, I'm sorry. I love Jimmy Ward, and I think he's so good versus the run. I think he is so bad versus the spot in nickel. It's not the first time in his career. I really do think – I don't know, man. Um, that would be an issue. Defensive tackle depth is an issue. That's it. 
That's it. Corners played well. Demo got beat on a man-to-man coverage whip route on third and short. You know, one of the things I did think was interesting, and they brought this up, the 49ers defense is the worst in the NFL on third and short. We get beat by rub routes every freaking game. A lot of that's the D'Amico, you know, you got eight men within a yard and a half of the line of scrimmage looking, I call it a show blitz, because it looks like everybody's coming and then you don't know who's dropping. But man, it it bothers me when we do it. Um, I like our defense, and basically the idea is, hey, you're going to get some third and shorts. Like that. That's We're not one of those teams that stops them. We're actually 32nd in the NFL against third and short. But you've got to do that so many times down the field. Look at some of the drives that the Saints had. You know, if we just look at plays, like they were they were putting it up. Okay, so like plays, right? Nine play drive, zero points. Twelve play drive, zero point. Twelve. I mean, they were putting up plays, but that's the thing. You give up those short routes. You give up third and two sometimes, but they don't beat you deep, and they have to continue doing it without making a mistake. Once they make a mistake, that's where the 49ers defense came up. It's a philosophical like construct. Every single team has its deficiency somewhere. Defense, I mean, it's, one, it's an offensive league. That's why shutouts are so rare nowadays. But you have to pick where you're going to be weak at. The 49ers have consistently, with Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans, constantly said, we are going to be weak outside in the flats, zero to four yards. So if you want to hit those quick little out routes or flat routes or whatever, you can have those. Can't beat us deep. Can't beat us deep. And that's why you always see teams can have that many play drives. Doesn't matter how many points they got. Zero. Buckling up whenever you get into the red zone. That's what it is. Uh, Josh says, do we try and force Miami to run the ball? Oh, boy. This is going to be a fun week as far as film because, I mean, if if you just look at what, you know, I I know we're looking ahead here, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. But, like, you look at what Miami's done, they do whatever the hell they want to do. They're number one in the NFL in yards per pass. Um, They're bad at running the ball. They really, really are. But, you know, they – they're not a good running team, but it doesn't matter because they just throw the ball so damn much. And Tua's just been lights out. They got speed, wide receivers, freaking everywhere. I mean, 18 touchdowns to three interceptions for Tua. And that does not count today's stats where they freaking blew them out. Um, Jimmy's been good too, though. 15 touchdowns, four interceptions. By far his best numbers. That doesn't include today, so I guess 16 and four. But yeah, I don't know. You got to hit Tua. You got to hit him. Now, they lost their left tackle today, Teron Armstead. It was a pec injury. Uh, was not torn, but he is going to miss some time. And then on top of that, the team that we played next, Tristan Wirfs, he got carted off today. So back left tackles, you never root for injuries. Those are, I would much rather they both play. However, it does impact the games, and so that's why we talk about it. Um, I don't want anybody getting hurt. I want everybody to get paid. That's just kind of who, who I am. Don't root for injuries. Trust me. Uh, celebrate other success. Uh, pull for everybody. Don't pull against people. It freaking poison, man. But whatever. Uh, having said that, it impacts the game and kind of what's going on. The back-to-back teams we're playing against. We're not playing against their starting left tackle, who's probably the best players on their offensive line. And so I think that's huge. Uh, so we'll have to see. We'll we'll play those out and what that looks like. Um, uh, my 
Miles State says, is the Saints D-line that good or is our O-line just having a bad day? No, they were crashing. Guys, like that's the thing. If you're playing against a traditional four-man front, that's one thing. They were bringing linebackers and safeties the entire time, nickelbacks, everybody. Like they were just crowding the middle of the field, and it's what it was. Jimmy can't beat them deep. If you can't pull them off the line of scrimmage by throwing deep outside the numbers, they're going to keep doing it. Now, the 49ers have been lucky in the fact that you played multiple games without any sacks or quarterback hits. Man, Saints defense. And I told you guys this. Kyle Shanahan told you guys this. Their defense is really damn good. They just haven't been healthy. Cam Jordan's one of the best players in the NFL. I don't care if he's 33. He's awesome. And he played awesome today. Like, they got healthy on the defensive side of the ball. Still injuries, but they're a damn good defense. They're a damn good defense. Having said that, look at the numbers. I mean, we, we only got 317 yards. That's pretty low. It might be one of our lowest of the entire year, actually. Um, let's see here. Let, let's look at this. When was the last time? Yeah, that's... Uh, no, the Denver Broncos game, we had 267. And then outside of that, this was our lowest offensive production yards-wise and points-wise. So our lowest points were 10 versus the Bears and Broncos. We only put up 13 this game, but we still got the win. We still got the win. And so I, good teams find ways to win in different ways. Yeah, you want to score 38 every game. I get it. You want to score over 30, which the 49ers have done three times this year. But that's just not the reality in the NFL. I, I say it all the time. It's a matchup league, right? The Saints matched up really well against us. They did a hell of a job. A hell of a job. Now the 49ers made fewer mistakes, turnovers, than they did. And we capitalized on field goals, which nobody likes, but field goals won this game. There's no doubt about it. Because look at all the times that they got inside the red zone. Look at all the times they got inside whatever. They missed one field goal. We made our two in the touchdown. That's the difference. If they would have made that field goal, they could have kicked a field goal and then went for a touchdown those last two possessions. It would have been a different game. They could have got to 13. But because we were up by two scores, two touchdowns, they couldn't do that. And it altered the game. It altered the game. And people, like, I, I understand the criticisms of Kyle Shanahan and, like, man, you've got all these weapons. I get it. But defense reigns supreme unless you have an elite quarterback that can push the ball deep. If you don't have that, defense reigns supreme. That's why you built this team to run the ball and have good defense. That's what it is. Um, here we go. Defense shut Saints down in goal line situations. That's what you should be focusing on, Right. The 49ers defense, again, drive chart. We, we started talking about this. Listen to what the 49ers defense did. Fumble, punt, 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 punt. Time ran out of the half, missed field goal, fumble, turnover on downs. Dominated. Dominated. Andy Dalton, Red Jesus, have a day, sir. <laughs> have a day, sir. Uh, freaking love it, man. And their best plays were with Taysom Hill, who I was telling you guys, I told you, that's the only concern. That is the only concern. Taysom Hill. And on top of that, Daryl, we didn't bet it. Niners covered the spread again. You know, it was a double-digit spread last week, covered. Double-digit spread this week, covered. Niners playing some ball now. It's hard to cover the spread in the NFL repeatedly. 
Now, um, curious to say, uh, can you somebody find this? What is the spread for the 49ers Dolphins game? Somebody throw that up in the chat. I'm curious to see what that looks like because the Niners have been favored nonstop. Basically, the whole year, the Niners were favored until you played the Chiefs, and then they've been favored since. Part of me says it's going to be like a one-point spread. Um, Daryl, thank you so much for the gift, my friend. Appreciate you. Your cat looks hideous. I don't know if that's really your cat, but shout-out to your cat. I'm seeing four. It's a four-point spread. The 49ers are favored by four? Uh, Yeah, 49ers, four and a half. Wow. 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 I... I know that the desert <laughs> Vegas loves the Niners because of the roster and whatever else. That's crazy. And, I, and I, I've said this back-to-back weeks. Like, I'm not betting the spread. I'm not betting four and a half points. Not against Miami. And, and let me just say this, too, about my betting philosophy. And if you bet with us for a while, it's Tony Gwynn. That's what we do. Like, small wins, consistent wins, week-to-week wins. It's what we do. And we get paid. I'm not one of those gamblers. I got to ask, like, man, you don't do no five-team parlays? Hell no, I don't do that. Not with other people's money. If you want to have that type of betting experience, that's fun, but it doesn't pay off very much. Like, I don't swing for the, oh, $2,000 payoff if these eight teams go this way. No, 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 no. I want small, consistent. I don't like losing other people's money. Uh, That's just me. Uh, Big Papa, (coughs) he says this. Could it be that the desert is trying to balance things so they can make money? Always they're trying to balance things. Always. But you've got to have it close. I mean, if it's minus four and a half points, usually the the home team gets three. Man, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. We'll see. We'll have to see what happens. The practice reports are going to be big this week. Who's in, who's out. That's going to be key. Um, I want to know who's going to be getting number two carries. That's important to me. Is it Ty Davis Price or is it Jordan Mason? Um, I want Jordan Mason, but I ain't going to be mad. I love Ty. I love Ty Davis Price, but you guys know Jordan Mason, my boy. Uh, <laughs> we we jumped on that trade early. Uh, you go back to this summer and me talking about him nonstop and Wayne telling me to shut up. Uh, I'm not going to shut up. Definitely not now. Definitely not now. Now, one more thing I do want to talk about is just Juwan Jennings, how impactful he was. And I tweeted out early because he had a drop. He had a huge drop, and it was just like, man, how many drops are we going to like allow this dude to have? Because, I mean, he's up there with Debo, and he's only playing like a third of the snaps. But, man, did he answer that call. That touchdown pass was freaking awesome. It was awesome. And so I want to apologize because I overreacted to the first drop. I mean, my players of the game, it's very, very simple. I'm going uh, offensively, it's Juwan Jennings. Defensively, man, that one's tough. Defensively is tough because I think there's there's really two or three. You got to go Fred Warner, but I, I think I'd go Fred Warner, then Talano Hufunga, and Bosa. Like that's, but how many times could we say that this week or this season? There's three beasts on the 49ers defense. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, Talanoa. Talanoa made the biggest. Uh, Clayton's throwing up the Talanoa T uh, in, in the video down there. Like, there's not a wrong. There's not a wrong choice. Um, there is not. Um, <laughs> it, it's 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 rough. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. John, do you have Jennings dropped passes? I don't have it with me. I'll, I'll spend some time this week and see where it's at. 
um, do some research there, but I don't want to like mess up what is going like the flow of the show. Uh, it'd take me a while to type it in, but I'll figure that out. Uh, we'll get there. So yeah, you guys tell me who should be the defensive MVP. Is it Warner? Is it Bosa? Or is it Hufunga? Let's, I mean, and I, I think offensive, is there anybody that you would put over Juwan Jennings on the offensive side? I felt like he was he was so clutch. He was so clutch. Maybe Jimmy. I don't know about that. Um, I, I don't know. That's rough. Yeah, looking at the numbers, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think you can beat it, D'Amico. Yeah, give it to – I love that. It seems like Huff's the, the common one. So there we go. Everybody's saying Huff, Huff, Huff. I freaking love it. Whatever Phillip says and Shot J says and Debbie says, it's hard to disagree. But that's the thing about this defense. You have leaders at every single level. Defensive line, very clearly Bosa. Linebackers, Warner or Greenlaw, but Warner was unreal. In the secondary level, you got Charvarius Ward and you've got Hufunga. But, uh, right. (laughs) Permaculture now, good problem to have. That is correct. I, I agree with you completely. The Niners are spoiled defensively offensively skill position spoiled you just got to get it to them now the blueprint for how to slow down this offense with all these weapons seems to have been put out there can miami and some of these other people the other teams that we got on the schedule take advantage of that because we got some good defenses coming up it's we got some good defenses coming up dolphins decent defense bucks Good defense. Seattle, I'm not really worried, man. That's just a bad matchup for them. Commanders, great defense. So this is going to be fun, guys. And again, let me say this as we kind of get close to signing off here. This is the time that you enjoy what is happening. Doesn't mean you don't dive into questions and ask, you know, like, what if and all this kind of stuff. No, I'm saying at all. There are teams that will never experience this type of success that we have. I know we're only seven and four, but there are teams that don't experience this. There, there's several teams that do not experience this type of thing. Enjoy this. Have fun with this. It's victory freaking Monday tomorrow. Um, but enjoy this because the 49ers continue to handle business. Four-game winning streak. Four consecutive games, zero points in the second half. Defense reigns supreme. And so do the 49ers over the NFC West. Gosh, man, I freaking love it. What a season. Ups and downs. Trey's injured. Jimmy's in. Injuries galore. We're just making it work. Trading for CMC. Ah, this is fun, man. This is fun. Yeah, and Armstead's coming back. He's coming back. I'm, I'm sticking to that. Um, Ken Law is a different story, but I love it, man. So the 49ers win 13-0. Pitch a shutout. Whew. It's incredible. Way to go, D'Amico. Way to go, Kyle. Way to go, 49ers. And until next time, we got your content all freaking week, man. Every offensive play, defensive play, special teams play, all on Patreon. We got you this week. Plus, we're going to be partying. Come party with us in Miami, or not in Miami, against Miami and Santa Clara. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. But until next time, that's going to do it. Oh, man. I'm so pumped right now. All right, guys. Have a good one. Stay strong, faithful.
Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.